Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here. I know it's Holy Week for us Catholic Christians, most solemn week of the year, but it's also Master's Week for us golfers and us golf fans. Any of the most casual golf fan, it's the most glorious week of the year. And Box Court and I will be talking in depth about uh, the upcoming Masters this week. Today, practice round. Tomorrow, the Champions Dinner. We'll be going into all of that. 367-1240 is our number if you want to chime in during the course of the um, show. Let's thank our sponsors before we uh, move along too far with the local golf news. Certainly want to thank our title sponsors. First off, Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. Thanks, Mr. Lee Tadford, for being sponsor of all high school sports as well as chip shots that we do that he do, they do here on Kane Radio. Appreciate their support. And then GolfBalls.com, located in Lafayette at on Arnold Boulevard, uh, right there in the shopping center. You can get anything you want in golf at GolfBalls.com. Go shop their store, and you can maybe try out some of their demonstrator golf clubs and hit into their simulator. GolfBalls.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Then, of course, our local golf clubs almost skipped over them, but without them, I couldn't give you all this local news. So uh, Eagle Ridge, Cane Road, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya are all local golf courses. We want to support them, and we'll start out with Atchafalaya. They have a tournament coming up this Saturday, April the 8th, (laughs) Earth, April, Earth, April the 8th. I must slow down, shouldn't I? It's called the Golf Week Senior Am Tour, and there's two shotgun starts, or rather there's one shotgun start at 8 o'clock, and uh, there's 100 players in the tournament, so it's a big event. Hope to get the results from that. Golf Week Senior Amateur Tour. Then down at Bellevue, they had a few tournaments recently. Katyana High School had their boys and girls three-man scramble, which is a fundraiser. That was Saturday, March the 25th. And Dean Dashe, Doug Robichaud, and Dwayne Louvier shot 17 on and won that event. Second place went to Brandon Burdett, Ty Burdett, and Robbie Darden at minus 12. In last place, they give an award to that team for shooting the highest score. Andre Dugas, Cody James, and Dale Hughes. Also at Bellevue, they had their most recent dog fight, and the winner of that was Dwayne Louvier at plus four. Coming up there May 13th, that's a Saturday, is going to be the Lydia Kansas Society Golf Tournament. It's a three-man scramble. Nice cause there. Then Bellevue also had the most recent Pro-Am. This is Pro-Am week. I'll announce that in a minute. And the winner there, wait, they had a record 100 players thanks to uh, the nice condition of the Bellevue Golf Course. Ty Burdett, the owner, snuck his way in and won the tournament along with Linda Savoie, Avi McLaughlin, and John Provo. They had a perfect score of plus 20, winning $120, and their winnings are redeemable at golfballs.com. Second place went to Randy McDaniels, Barry Batilia, Joseph Olivier, and Cheryl Granger, plus 15. They actually tied the th- uh, third place team and won on a scorecard playoff. They win any $85 at golfballs.com. 
Then winning third place was Mark Hooks, David Thibodeau, Ian Roboski, and Dwayne Louvier. And they were also plus 15, but won $55 for third place finish. Individually, <coughs> the low individual players. The A player was Ricky Delcom, plus 7. B player, Randy McDaniels, plus 9. C player, Mike Zerlot, plus 11. And D player, Anne Bourgeois, plus 13. Nice to see the ladies getting involved in the tournament there. Anne Bourgeois on the individual side won. And uh, let's see, two ladies were on the first place team. Linda Savoy and Avia McLaughlin. Cheryl Granger was on the second place team. Great to see the ladies participating in the Pro-Am. It was always a, a kind of a dream of mine when I was a golf pro at Sugar Oaks to have a ladies Pro-Am. But uh, not enough ladies were playing golf, but it's good to see them pick it up at this time. And so I mentioned the Pro-Am change. Um, <coughs> it's not going to be at Cane Row as originally scheduled. This week we're going to play at Southern Oaks in Abbeville, and that's Wednesday the 5th or Thursday the 6th. And uh, one of the reasons for that is a host of the uh, Cane Row staff is going to the Masters. And good for them. Ryan Desimo, the pro, some well-needed off time as he had a big tournament this weekend and was very busy. And then uh, Johnny Hargrave, his uh, senior PGA assistant, is uh, one of the workers at, Ca- at uh, Augusta National. He does the ropes, letting the players and, and the uh, patrons in and out from number 10 T. He works for a whole week there, and for his reward there, he gets to play Augusta National in the month of May. So uh, good for him, and I hope he has a great week. Then also uh, at Eagle Ridge, <coughs> they're looking for a cart maintenance boy to uh, put up the carts, wash them, put them up at night, pick up the range, what have you. And they're also looking for someone to work on the maintenance crew. And Eagle Ridge, as I pass by, there, periodically, going back and forth to Lafayette. That parking lot's been full lately, and it's mostly due to this promotion they're running for uh, that they got from a Florida uh, management firm that suggested they do unlimited golf for three years at $49 per season. And uh, that totals to $177 for three years. You have to make a three-year commitment, put that money up front. And uh, they have very few restrictions, really, I think the uh, one of them is that you can't make a tee time before 11.30 on Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays. But uh, it's a pretty big deal, and uh, I think they're getting some uh, some extra play because of that and some extra membership. You know, they've been in business, that golf course, under various names for over 70 years. So uh, it's, uh, it's a long-time standing golf course, and we hope all the golf courses do well and continue to uh, stay open in our area here as we we do for Sugar Oaks, uh, one of the oldest golf courses in Iberia Parish. Opened up in 1959, Luca Barbeda designed it at the same time they that he designed and opened up Oakbourne Country Club in Lafayette, the most renowned golf course in South Louisiana. Uh, Oakbourne has hosted, uh, not to get off on a tangent, but Oakbourne in the day back when I was a kid growing up, teenager, it hosted the Cajun Classic, which was the last tournament on the PGA Tour of the year, and they would get a host of players. I remember going out there with my friend Robert Spiller and uh, watching Jack Nicklaus play against Arnold Palmer in the uh, mid-60s as they were battling for the money title, which was a special deal back then. They, they uh, would win some extra money if they won the money title. 
And uh, that course has been around as long as Sugar Oaks. And so uh, Sugar Oaks uh, out in Marmaham has some specials, 9 or 18 holes, $22 on Monday and Tuesday. And by the way, Sugar Oaks is one of the few courses that's open on Mondays. So go take advantage of that. Cheap round of golf there. You can get by and play fast and not take up the whole day as you do at most other courses. And then the Wednesday all-day special is my favorite, $31. You can play all day. And then that evening you can enjoy playing in their Twilight Scramble, which I'll have results from in a minute. But Sugar Oaks is also hiring a golf and cart attendant. And he's got some other jobs, as I said, for uh, Eagle Ridge. Their duties not only are golf courts, but you pick up the range and uh, pick up trash and do other odd jobs around the clubhouse there. And their hours are weekdays from 2 to close, so it's perfect for someone in high school or weekends. Uh, and they have two shifts, 6 to noon or noon to close. And then uh, Sugar Oaks has a bunch of tournaments coming up at their golf course. Friday, April 21st is a President Larry Richard tournament. And then Friday, April 28th is a Huey Possum tournament, a special tournament for, uh, for me and those of us who... Uh, Played a lot of golf at Sugar Oaks. Both of those guys were uh, staples out at Sugar Oaks on Saturday mornings, always the first group off. And then on Friday, May 5th, is a 4-H tournament. I think they've had that tournament there for quite some time as well. Then coming up at Sugar Oaks, uh, all-popular divorce scramble. That's going to be Sunday, May 21st. And uh, the reason they call it a divorce scramble is because the men who normally play a lot of golf only hits the shots, and the women are ladies who play very little golf. That's what it's designed for, to get the ladies out there to enjoy what their husbands are doing on the weekends. They, they get to putt, and that's pretty simple. The ladies can always learn how to putt, but it makes for an interesting format. And uh, once again, it's called the Divorce Scramble for that reason. Then I mentioned the Twilight Scramble on Wednesday, May, March 29th. Nice turnout, 18 players teed it up in that. Lenny Dubois, Kevin Ledford, and Elliot Mason shot six under par and one. Tied for second with four under par was Glenn Champo, Robert Burton, and Bobby Broussard. They tied Tam Rosemont, Thomas Oakway, and Glenn Dupuy. Then that Friday, March 31st, Shamble, where all players hit, and then they scrambled from there in, playing their own ball. Winning the front side was Kevin Ledford, Paul LaDessar, Olin Granger, Robert Burton, and Glenn Dupuy. And they were minus four. Time went in the back and the 18. Paul Olivier, Nicky Melanson, Tam Rosemont, Ron Finley, and Bill McNett. And they were plus seven and plus 13 total. Went in the skins. Paul LaDessar, Glenn Dupuy, Nicky Melanson, Tam Rosemont, and Ron Finley. Of course, that pays cash, so uh, extra incentive there. Then on Sunday, April the 1st, no April Fool here. They had a uh, shootout, which a uh, blind draw for players, and 18 players participated in that as well. Went in the front was Tony Bigot, Nicky Melanson, Bill McNett. They actually tied Olin Granger, Paul LaDessur, and Ron Finley with 30 points. But uh, the team that won the back and the 18 was Josh Patton, Eric Lachelet, and Kevin Ledford with 35 points. And the uh, cash skins... Olin Granger, Josh Patton, and Ron Finley, Eric Lachley, each winning one. Then the Gator Golf Club, which stems out of Sugar Oaks, had a big event out at a Chafala. I'm not sure if it was that first one of the year, but thanks to Boyd Booty for getting me this information. 
Uh, tied for first place in the first flight was Heath Boudreaux with six and Mark Ami with plus six. Then in the second flight, uh, Billy Abair was plus eight. The next event's going to be at the Island Golf Course in Plaquemine. Let me turn on Box Cars Mike as he enters the building here. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Ted. How are you? Sounding chipper. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want to get through all this so we can talk about the Masters, as I alluded to earlier. Yeah, I'm looking right now at the, uh, at the odds, and I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to um, – I just recently kind of got into uh, – uh, not say sports betting because I'm not a degenerate yet, mm -hmm. but I have the apps that, that I can bet. And, uh, you know, you can bet as little as a dollar, and um, some of these odds are, are really tempting. So L I think Looking I'm, forward to talking about that. I think I'm going to spread my by 10 bucks out, you know, a dollar each on 10 different people, you know, and Sounds we'll good. see. All right. All right. At Cane Row, uh, they have twilight rates. I'm not going to go over that because I've done that before. You can be a member there. I'm not going to go over that because I've done that before, but we will when we don't have and not rushed and want to talk about the Masters, so... Let's get to uh, the meat of the thing. Coming up April 15th at Cane Row is the MGA three-man scramble. Eight o'clock shotgun start, $125 per player. And uh, because it's April 15th, that is tax included. Tax-free. Yeah, tax included. <laughs> right. Then the fire chief's uh, outing. It's not really a tournament. It's just an outing. Uh, their 50th annual conference is that day. Monday, April 12th, well, the day before. Monday, April 24th is the tournament. And... Uh, Guy Bonan's in charge of that, our fire chief here. Then Cane Rose, at Cane Row, rather, is the 18th annual Iberian Medical Center fundraiser, Friday, March, April 28th. Three-man scramble, includes breakfast and registration, uh, 7 a.m. Uh, to 8.30 a.m., shotgun start. And then lots of food on the course, one of the, the, the greatest courses, I mean, one of the greatest, greatest tournaments for food on the course. And they have an awesome ditty bag with a golf shirt. It's $175 per player. Then this past weekend. A, that tournament's been going on a long time. 18 years. This is the 18th annual. Won the, the very first one. Good for you. And then the Jimmy Picard uh, tournament was played this weekend. Uh, I enjoyed working the Calcutta there with Brent Indes. Coach Brent Indes, a co close friend of Jimmy Picard. 150 players, two-man teams. Uh, they had an auction for the championship first and second flight, which was live, and then a silent auction for the third, fourth, and fifth flight, and that went pretty well. And so uh, winning the championship was uh, the team of Lee and Full of Love, shooting 128. They were the favorites, as Boxcore informed me prior to, uh, to announcing the winners. That was the team you, uh, you were looking to win, right? Yeah, defending champs, I mean, although I, I don't think they had the most money bet on them in, in the Calcutta, but it was pretty pretty high. It was it was up there. They, they were tied, like, with with the second-place team, uh, Scott Shea and Brody LeBlanc. I think they both went for around $600. Yeah, but... Um, from what I can remember. But apparently, uh, I mean, these two guys just, you know, sometimes um doesn't necessarily mean that individually they'll 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 shoot better, you know, but... but um, of course, the first day was a scramble. Second day was best ball. So, but they just seemed to uh, kind of mesh, you know, that, mm -hmm. that team. And and uh, we all, we all know Brody's kind of the the stud, you know, the, um, at you know at Kane Row. Um, but you know, so they, they actually tied. Yeah, but I don't know how, how they broke the. I, I think no, they 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 played it. They played it off. Oh, okay. Uh, and in fact, in three flights, they played it off. Um, I think he went to the third playoff hole, from what I read, and that's when. Uh, 
when uh, the team won. So okay. yeah, yeah, so I, I like that. I mean, you know, it, it's so it's to me if if you have time, you know, it's mm-hmm. daylight savings time, and, and you do have time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, man, it's so frustrating, especially in championship flight. I'm not saying all flights should be playoffs. But championship flight, uh, I mean, you got, you, you, you know, two days, you, you, you got all that money riding, you got yeah. cash prizes, you got the Calcutta. Mm-hmm. You can't decide that by, by a scorecard playoff. No, or, I agree with you. You know. So that's I, the way I, that's who, the way golf tournaments were run in the past, and that's the way they should be. Teddy, there run. was a, there was a time, and I'm talking, you know, I just I know we got, but real quick, years ago, I was a member, honorary member at, at Bellevue, uh, which is now um, whatever it is in, in Franklin. Um, uh, but um, I played in a in a you know club tournament, and I was what a second flight, first flight, whatever. I went home after the round. I get home, and I'm in, living in Generet. Uh, get a call saying uh, you're in the playoff. I said, "What playoff? <laughs> Playoffs?" <laughs> you know? yeah. And uh, so they they waited for me to drive back. It's about a 20 minute drive, and had to go play against these two you know young kids. I mean, high school kids, and ended up winning the playoffs. So well, uh, good. Yeah, pretty, playoffs are fun. Cool. Yeah, I, I love them. Uh, in, in fact, I'll get to it in a bit when, when I watch my grandson win a playoff recently. But winning the other flights and the Jimmy Picard, I'm just going to give the winners since we're in a little bit of a rush get through this first flight winners ricky artigo and jack powell 129 second flight winners jack rivers and ken Lindsay 134 third flight went to dustin hoffman hoff power <laughs> dustin hoff power and eric lachelet they shot 67 77 144 fourth flight Corey landry ron hornsby 146 and fifth flight, Ralph Maxey and Paul Harrington, 151. So, and, uh, and, you know, as you alluded to, Ted, that's all names that are not, you know, familiar to us around here. So Ryan did a great job of bringing in, you know, guys from all around the, the area to play this uh, this tournament. No question. Congratulations to him. And uh, hopefully he's going, like I mentioned earlier, he's going to the Masters with uh, his boss and uh, – and we'll hopefully get to talk with him next week after he comes back from the Masters and uh, get an insight onto uh, his experience there. The Gator, no, no, this is the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association. Thanks to Mr. Lawson Ruley for getting me this information on their month of March tournaments. Their Tuesday out of the town golf course March tournament was played out at Sugar Oaks in New Iberia right here. First place went to Ben Brent Collada. I'm, I'm talking too fast. Richard Vincent, John Pierce, and Steve Bienvenue. And then their club tournament at uh, Municipal Golf Course right there in Lafayette. First place went to Louis Domingue, Henry Menard. Third place, Mel Pate, and fourth place, Steve Bienvenue. So he double-dipped there. Went in fourth on both times. And uh, let's see. Their next, next event, I saw it here somewhere, is going to be at Tamaka Trails. Wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to go out recently there. Recently went of s- there, didn't you? No, no, I uh, I did Someone not. Someone recently uh, went there. But uh, yeah, boy, Booty probably uh, yeah. they play out there all the time. But uh, I'd like to see how how their bunker renovations you know came out because that was great layout, but that was always the the weakness of the course. You know those, the those bunkers, bunkers, right? Yeah. And then the Raging Cajuns are playing in a tournament that I don't have uh, any results from, the Mossy Oak Intercollegiate in West Point, Mississippi. They might have had some weather delay, as on golf stat, they didn't have any results for them. 
And then on the junior scene, uh, last week I mentioned the Lake Charles Spring Junior Classic uh, at the Contraband Golf Course. Uh, and uh, they teamed up with the uh, Texas PGA, Louisiana PGA, and the Louisiana Golf Association to host this event with players from both Texas and Louisiana. And winning first place was UL signee Ross Anderson at six under par. And my grandson Drew Sliman, minus four, finished second after a full hole playoff with two other players and won both of those guys the honor of playing in this summer the Byron Nelson Junior Golf Classic, which uh, is a big junior golf tournament in the Dallas area at Lakewood Country Club. And uh, the winner of that tournament gets uh, an exemption into the Byron Nelson Classic, which, of course, is a PGA Tour event. And uh, Thursday, the I'd Buy You Ben uh, High School Tournament, Lafayette High, where Drew goes to school, shot 162. They edged out Notre Dame 165. And... Vermillion Catholic was third at 170. Individually, Chris Kane of Lafayette shot 37, was medalist. Drew was uh, second with a 38. And then 39, Carl Adette of uh, Vermillion Catholic and tied Josh Falk of Notre Dame with 39. And uh, you were talking earlier about uh, Ryan uh, having to go to a meeting. It might be for this tournament, I think. The Louisiana Junior Golf Tour uh, Championship will be played at Cane Row on June the 1st and 2nd. So maybe that's the tournament he had to go. But they will, he will also host. His text said May 1st and 2nd, but he may have maybe gotten the months mixed up. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I don't he, see any tournament May 1st or 2nd. Yeah, he said that, um, that would be perfect um, where the host May 1st and 2nd. So yeah, It probably is yeah, June but it's probably 1st. June, yeah, okay. He, he is going to host, though, and it says here, and it's, this is incorrect because it says – Wednesday, April 13th, and I, I know Wednesday is April 12th, but they're going to host the uh, Boys Varsity Championship for all the high school matches, non-home matches of the 14 clubs, or rather seven clubs and 14 teams that were played over the course of the uh, spring here. They're going to have a championship for that out at Cane Row. And then uh, finally for the juniors, uh, the Gulf States PGA Junior Championship is going to be played June 28th and 29th at Diamond Head in Mississippi there. All right, that'll wrap it up for the junior stuff, and we anxiously await the other side of the break to talk about the Masters in the upcoming big tournament for the spring here. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. 
The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Test Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. All right, we're back. Mark Score and Teddy, 367-1240 is our number if you want to talk about the Masters or anything else about golf, but mostly the Masters. And uh, before we get started, Box Score, I just want to let our listeners know that uh, after Chip Shots, you'll be able to continue listening to sports here on Kane Radio as Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, will be interviewing Coach Desimo and talking about Kefakai Sports. So uh, that's something else to look forward to. So you yep. got you got the odds on the Masters there? Yeah, it's kind of unbelievable. I mean, the uh, you know, of course, golf is one of the toughest sports to bet on because you know, I mean, anybody can win at any time. Pretty, but not not here so much. You know, you can eliminate, you know, probably about which would you say, Teddy, conservatively? What I do you mean here? I mean the Masters. You, can, you, oh. can, you can eliminate yeah. half the field for sure. Maybe maybe more pretty than much. that. Maybe sixty percent. You know. But uh, yeah, betting favorite is uh, no, no no surprise. Uh, the um, the defending champion Scotty Scheffler. He's plus seven hundred, which basically means seven to one. If you bet a dollar, you win seven dollars. You bet a hundred, you win seven hundred. Uh, Rory McIlroy also has those same odds. John Rahm is plus nine hundred. But here's what I, I find this is pretty interesting. Jordan Spieth is plus sixteen hundred. So if you had a hundred bucks to throw down a Jordan Spieth, you could win sixteen hundred. And I I kind of think he might have a chance. But you know he's He's, he's playing been, some good golf. He's been this playing year. good, you know. Same odds as uh, Patrick Cantley. Well, Patrick Cantley's uh, plus. I'm not going through all of them, but here's a su- kind of a surprise to me. Okay, so then Cantley, then it's Finau, Thomas, Xander Shoffley. Jason Day is plus 2,200. That means he's he's favored ahead of Dustin Johnson, Colin Morikawa, Cameron Smith, Max Homa, Cameron Young, Will Zalatoris, uh, Victor Hovland. I mean, Sam Burns is plus 3,500. You know, you can win. I mean, and he, he, you know, he's been pretty playing pretty good lately. You know, obviously with a win recently in the uh, match play. So um, it's, um, you know, and of course there's our boy Tiger plus seven thousand. Huh. You know, so well somebody's going to bet on him. I'm sure. Well, even a, even a dollar if he if he won, he'd win you seven hundred bucks. If you bet a dollar for him to place in the top um, ten, top five. I'm sorry, you win. You would uh, get back um, one hundred and forty dollars. So. <laughs> it's worth throwing down a little bit of money, you know. I mean, sure, you never know. <laughs> you know, we obviously 2019 kind of showed us that, right? But what we do know is that Augusta National is the most unique golf tournament on planet Earth, and uh, one of the most, uh, you know, it's up there with any of the uh, major sporting events like the Super Bowl or what have you. And uh, so uh, this week they had the Masters keeps expanding not only their property but 
their venue. And uh, this week they had the drive, chip, and putt contest for the kids. You know, you, you have to qualify all over the country for that, and they eliminate you, and you break down to where you go do that at Augusta National. And my grandson and I, I played golf with him this weekend. I was watching uh, a little bit of it as right before we went play. And uh, he's 12 years old, and that, that was the age group we saw on the 18th, actual 18th green at Augusta National, these kids putt. We saw six putts, five of them went in from like 15 to 20 feet. So uh, what a thrill for those kids. And then uh, over the weekend, they had the Augusta National Women's Amateur. That was pretty exciting. The winner was Rose Zhang, a 19-year-old Stanford sophomore. She had a six-shot lead and diminished she won in a playoff, though, over 21-year-old Jenny Bay of Georgia. And Azang is the reigning NCAA champion as well as U.S. Women's Amateur Champion and number one in the world. Defending champion Anna Davis, 17-year-old lefty, had a four-stroke penalty in the opening round and uh, was not in contention. It's got to be tough to have a six-stroke lead, see it evaporate, but then, you know, be able to come back and win uh, in the playoff. Yeah, I mean, pretty impressive. That is. And then, of course, we know uh, coming up tomorrow night is going to be the champion's dinner. Uh, uh, it's, it, it was originally called, well, it, it was started by Ben Hogan. I, I have that, that information somewhere here. It was originally started by Ben Hogan in 1952, and uh, it was originally called the Masters uh, Dinner. And uh, Ben Hogan went on to uh, inaugurate that. And uh, he, he, uh, he also paid for it. And so that's the tradition they have now is that the winner has to pay, you know, oh. for, the, for the meal. Well, that explains. Yeah. Okay. That's not much money. But well, what Elizabeth Hogan also did, he, 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 uh, he developed or uh, invented or what the word I want to say, a, a locket with the Masters uh, logo on it uh-huh. and inside they had the, the, the past champion's name. Oh, how cool. Yeah. And he, he paid for that so as well. So that's given to every person? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Every champion, you know. Nice. So, in other words, you get one uh, Ben Hogan locket. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, at, at the dinner. So, Scotty, Scotty yeah. Scheffler is going to get one of those. Well, that explains, though, why Bubba Watson's menu was so generic. Grilled mm-hmm. chi- He only had three things. Caesar salad, grilled chicken, and uh, some uh, oh confetti cake dessert. So if you had to pay for it, that's why. Yeah. Um, Scotty Scheffler has an outstanding. He didn't get that live money then, did he? No, no, he didn't have the live money back then. Boy, it, you know, and of course, that's a, we'll talk about that another day. But, man, the live golfers, the more it goes, they're in for ruder and ruder awakenings because some of them that wanted to maybe go back to the PGA Tour now are realizing their contracts with the buyouts will cost them. Oh, and it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. I love it. Yeah, no, we we got to talk about the live. I have a few questions for you here, so, um, um, and and some of them, you know, we can't avoid it. I mean, it's it's one of the top stories uh, at Augusta National right now. So, uh, here's my first question to you: Tee times. What do you think the Masters does with the live players? There's 18 of them. You know, I think there's six that have won or defend or past champions. Do you think they get paired with each other with a PGA player? How, how do you think the uh, Masters is going to uh, handle that. Yeah, I th- I, you know, I kind of think, the ma- knowing the Masters, I think they're going to kind of l- separate them l- like their own little entity, you know. <laughs> they're going to just put them together. Uh, so, because I think what their fear would be, let's say you put, um, you know, Rory 
with um, I don't know who's the most out Phil, you know, or some, whatever, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, then it might throw Rory's game off, you know. So I mean, oh, they couldn't put like Tiger with uh, with Bryson DeSambro. They they they're at yeah. odds with each other. Right. So, right. I mean, you know. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean, I I I kind of think they're gonna. I mean, I I guess eventually at some point you you can't avoid it. You know, it's gonna happen in a pairing here or there. Right. But I don't think it'll be a marquee pairing. You know. And, I agree and, with you. I, you know. I would hope they wouldn't anyway for 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 the integrity of the game to allow the players to play their best at the highest level. The only one I would say would you know that maybe the other tip players wouldn't mind playing with is Harold Varner, who I basically has disappeared since he's been on live. I haven't heard his name since then but he you know he was up front and honest about why he went and he didn't say anything you know derogatory about the pga tour but man some of these other guys you know are just uh, uh every opportunity taking the uh shots you know so sure, sure. especially now with the proposed ball rollout man that's if that happens i mean the ball roll back roll back the, yeah. um you know and then live is going to promote their tour as the you know the bombers tour and you know it's just right Okay, here's the second part to the question. Will the live players be allowed to use their logo? You know, they're all about this team thing, you no know, way. not individual. No way. Well, they allow DJ and Cam to use it in a practice round. I'm anxious to see if they allow them to work. Because, like, where would you draw the line? I mean, like, you know, I mean, these, these players have sponsors that, that uh, yeah, I know, wear but, on their caps and their shirts and their bags. But think, think about tradition. And, oh, and, no, I know. And, no, I mean, and the Masters, obviously, in golf, it, but it would Wimbledon, you know, you got to wear white, you know, when you go to Wimbledon. I mean, it's, there's just, you know, in, in certain certain tournaments, you, you got to suck it up for that. And, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is, what you know, it's, gosh, it's one tournament. You don't think your sponsors are going to drop you because you. Well, I don't you know. know. I mean, that that's. That's a that's a tricky question to navigate. Uh, yeah. we, we'll have to wait and see. And I'm interested to see that. Of course, I'm interested about how the Tuesday uh, Masters Champions Dinner goes as well. But uh, we'll find out about that on Wednesday. I really think you know when when all the dust clears, it's going to all be much to do about nothing. I think everything. I hope will, so. I think it's just going to be another another Masters. Um, and look, if if a deserving champion, you know, like. I'm not going to lie to you. Cameron Smith is a hell of a player, you know, mm-hmm. and he he could well win this Masters. You know, I think he's the only one. I think so that's my next question to you. To your pregnant. What would happen to the golfing public fan? What would you, what would they think if a live player won? So It would just be kind of split like it is right now because, you know, I spend a lot of time on social media, and, and uh, uh, I would say that the majority of, you know, hardcore golf fans are anti-live. But you've got a, a hardcore group that kind of feels like it's it's kind of like NFL free agency. You know, it's it's uh, you go chase the money. Where if they want to do that, give you that money, you you'd be a fool to turn it down. And uh, you, honestly, you have to say, and maybe you're different because you're you you've been th- in the PGA ranks so long. But you know, for these young guys, with that when you see that opportunity of that check in front of you it's hard to say no you know it honestly because you don't know really what tomorrow holds or or if you're going to continue playing great the rest of your career but i mean i i, I don't think honestly as you, you and i talked because of the way the live tour is structured that the players that are playing on it are playing really good golf right now um uh, as i said i think i think smith might be the only one i'd be a little 
leery about because he was right up there last year. He was chasing, you know, Scotty Scheffler. He had cut mm-hmm. the lead, I think, to one at one, one point. And, and he only joined the Live Tour, you know, not that long ago. So he's not – he hasn't been part of the inception of it, uh, like, you know, DJ and, you know, all these other other players, you know. But, man, um, it, 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 would, it would be – controversial i guess you know uh it would create some I, i'm just curious to, if it would happen i hope to god it doesn't but if it would happen how the the the, the golf fan would take it you yeah. know i mean because like you said right now it's uh it's there's no i don't think people you you're doing social media people yeah. aren't really out there one-sided are uh, they yeah I mean, well i'll be honest with you it's I mean, a, like it's like really, definitely a generational thing like mm-hmm. the younger fans think they love it. You know, they mm-hmm. think it's great. They think, you know, they chase the money. They like the, 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 the music. They like that. the team. Yeah. They like the shorts. They like the all that stuff. The more traditionalists like you and I, you know, and the older golf fans, uh, you know, hate it. And, and uh, so, I don't know. You know, I mean, if you took a poll, I would say it would be probably about 60-40, you know, with the, in favor of the PGA Tour. Yeah. But – and, of course, you know, when you look at ratings, you would say, well, nobody's, you know, likes to live. But just because they don't watch it on TV doesn't mean they don't no, no, like you're the, right. it's like not the available. player. Right, you know, and, and they still like the, some of the players on, on that tour. You know? I'm, but, ju- I'm just curious as to what would happen with the Augusta National membership who run, runs the tournament. Yeah, I don't you think know, they're like us, stiff-necked, traditional, stiff, oh, yeah. uh, whatever, stiff-collar would want to say. No, I, I don't think any of them would want to see that no, happen, I don't you know, think so. honestly. Well, and, and I really don't I, – I, I, uh, I can't see it happening unless it's that, that one guy I talked about because uh, uh, yeah, the rest stiff. of them just haven't – I mean, look yeah. at their scoring averages on, you know, on easy golf courses they're playing right now. They're, they're, they're just not – they're not sharpened, as you said. Right. All right. Uh, that that was all my questions. Uh, I got a few uh, other little tidbits things of here. You know, of course, Tiger Woods has all the records, right? There's 36 records that Tiger Woods has at Augusta National, and that, that to me, is just incredible. But uh, let, watch this record, and it's not dealing with Augusta National, but Tiger Woods took 21 starts to make it to world number one. Jordan Speed did it in 77 starts, and in third place is Scotty Scheffler. He did it in 92 starts to reach number one. Tiger Woods just never fails to amaze me with all the records he has. Like I said, 36 of them at Augusta National. Of course, Augusta National's got all kind of crazy records and things that they keep track of. Right. But uh, that's what makes this place so unique and this tournament so unique. They keep track of everything. Yeah, and, and (coughs) you know, I've come to the – realization as i get older i don't even try to compare generational talents anymore and try try to figure out who's the greatest of all time because everything's so different you know and 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 kudos is a little off subject but to the lsu women for winning the national championship and of course the the thing was you know now they're saying you know kim mulkey might be the greatest coach of all time well you had Gino Arimata uh, from UConn, who won 17 national championships, and Pat Summit at Tennessee won eight. But you can't compare the, what they had to, what she had to do in this generation with, with the game that was played when they, they were, you know, playing. And so, you know, it, it, it Tiger Jack, Tiger Jack, it, the debate will go on forever. I'll, all I'll say is they were both, they're definitely 1 2, 2 1, 1 A, 1 
one a whatever you want to say you know co number ones, but yeah his the records are like you said I mean and I just I just you know really am sad that that in his you know latter years of his prime that he you know he had these these misfortunes that cost him. I don't think there's any doubt he would have broken the 18 No, I, I agree with you. If he'd have stayed you know, straight, uh, yeah. both with his social life and with, right. you know, with if, his... If, yeah, he, he, I think he'd be around 20, 21, easy, you know. Um, Could be, yeah. But This, um, would, this will be, yeah. by the way, Tiger Woods' 25th start in the Masters, and, of course, he's won five times. Jack has the all-time record with six wins. So, you know, 25 starts, has 20%. That's pretty impressive, you know, wins and versus starts. And um, yep. uh, I don't know. No, I mean, it, it, it's, um, you know, obviously what you'd like to see, number one, is him make the cut. You know, that's, that's the first goal. Um, but, man, just can, can you imagine come, come Sunday, you know, Easter Sunday, you're watching with your family and friends, you know, and, and, and he's in contention or he's somewhere in the, you know, lurking. I mean, it yeah. would be – it would just be so awesome, you know, and, and – um, uh, I, I don't if he won, there would be an earthquake. In well, Georgia. yeah, I, I no mean, question. it would. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, you know, honestly, I don't think he has a really a chance. But because we just haven't seen much of him lately, and and the last time we saw him in that father son, he was really gimpy. Um, so you know, but no doubt he can still generate distance off the tee. You know, we've seen oh, that. We saw that for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, he's longer than you know than some of his buddies out there. Uh, but can he hold up to walk in that brutal, you know, Augusta National for four days? That, yeah. that, that would be the when key. You talk about, you know, brutal, you're absolutely right, because I read a little article where the elevation drop on this golf course, you know, which may what is maybe 100 acres, if that, 175-foot elevation from the lowest point to the highest point on the golf course, and that's, that's yeah. severe. No, and, <laughs> and, and you're talking about a compact area of yeah. uh, of real estate and you know only you got to go out there obviously that that one time with uh, you and paul but that was to me was the the thing that stood out the most because you know we're you, you still think of georgia as the south and you don't think of the south as having you know being hilly you know necessarily um but tv doesn't come oh, close no. to doing it justice no you way. know i mean you see some of the shots kind of go slingshot like 10 you know and and some of those tee shots and you kind of say well you know must but but when you look let me tell you what you go walk 18 holes in augusta national following the players and mm-hmm. you're whipped when you get back to you oh, no you question. know i mean that's why the beer thank god is a dollar 50 or whatever you, no, you know foul. it went up a little bit yeah, yeah. i think it's three dollars now but um but no it's uh it's it's so hilly and and, and uh it's and listen crazy. to this talking about prices they've gone up on their patrons weekly badge from three hundred and seventy-five dollars to four hundred and fifty dollars. That's absurd. Yeah. I mean, well, you, you realize you can go for six days, seven days, and what? What's the math? That's like sixty dollars a day, right. seventy dollars a day. Yeah. I mean, just to go to a regular PGA tournament, it's gonna cost you. It's cost you that, you know. Or to I, go, just I, think about any other sporting event on that level. I saw the um, the the tournament in New Orleans. If if you want to get like one of those passes to go in the um, um, you know, the, the tent, you know, the Acme Oyster House tent or whatever. It's like $275 for a day yeah. in New Orleans, you know, to go watch the team golf. 
Um, no, it, it is outrageous uh, how, how, how they continue to keep the prices down. And that's why I find this was kind of uh, amusing because uh, I was reading this story about Jordan Spieth. He, in 2015, um, you know, he, uh, he won it uh, at, at Augusta National. And uh, later that year, he sold his house. And, and then he uh, got a very nervy demand from the guy who, um, who bought his house. So he said, um, you know, when I left in 2015, I left a few things in a safe like my high school ring. And the guy who bought my house said he'd return them only if I'd go over to his house for dinner and he could have master's badges for the week. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, I think you should just return it to, because it's the right thing to do. And he said, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. So I told him my mom was, um, was going to go pick it up because I was out of town. And she went, and, and then he didn't, uh, he didn't, you know, give him passes, obviously. Then the guy left a note on his gate at his new house. Uh, you know, he's all upset. So I'm like, seriously, if you can afford to buy Jordan Spieth's old house, you don't think you could go on um, what, what's the, the the name of the main road in Augusta? The, the Washington what, Avenue. Washington I'm Avenue. Yeah. Even the scalpers, you could afford <laughs> to buy a badge. Come on, man! You bought a, probably a three or four million dollar home at least. That you, you know, maybe more than that. And you you extorting him for badges? Isn't that crazy? Uh, that, there's so many stories about about the golf tournament and what people try to do and not do. This guy named Clayton Baker. From Texas, uh, he was there when Bubba hit that fantastic shot on number ten in the playoff to win the tournament uh, with that big hook. You know, so yeah, we, he, we, he he decided. We, we saw where that yeah, plaque was right, in, the, we in saw, the pine straw. Right. Yeah. Well, he decided after the playoff to <laughs> go into that bunker, which is you know about a hundred yards from the green, and 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 steal some sand oh, from yeah. Augusta National. Ooh. He got arrested. He got indicted. <laughs> it cost him twenty thousand oh. dollars in legal fees oh to get God. out of that. You you don't mess with the people there. I mean, it's it's that's like, why it was so brave of you to go underneath the rope <laughs> no, on number I twelve. Thinking, when I read this article, <laughs> I thought of that. All I wanted was a picture, and I could have gotten arrested. Could have got arrested, right? <laughs> Man, if we'd have just taken a few of the shavings off that pine tree that fell down <laughs> from the uh, tornado, you know, when it, that was gone like two hours later, and you couldn't tell it ever existed. Well, I mean, if you're inside the ropes, I think you have the right to, to take a souvenir, a piece of grass or something, you know. But, I don't know. <laughs> this <laughs> guy know. went out of, out of the ropes. I, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, man, I don't take any. I don't know. I don't know you're right. You know, there's, there's just too many. He uh, got actually arrested, you know. That, no, that is that is. And I love the Ricky Fowler story. Uh, Ricky Fowler, way back when he was a youngster, uh, went into uh, the, the uh, press conference after the tournament. You know, he must have shot a good round or something. And with his cap going backwards, oh, yeah. uh, an Augusta National member, his name was uh, Ron Townsend, said, son, you know, you got to put it on. He said, but, but, sir, they will see my face better if I – he says – put it on and he did yeah, Ricky Fowler I, turned the cap around I absolutely around. remember that it, yeah. it just amazes me you know how classy and traditional and you know th- this this organization is and how they run this tournament they, they don't leave a thing unturned and everything is pristine and perfect I mean as close as perfect as you can get and yeah it, it just never ceases to amaze me and I mean, I enjoy going there. I, I hope to have the opportunity once more to get to go. I try, you know, I try every year to yeah. enter the lottery, you know, and I, uh, that, that one year that we got the tickets uh, was actually Jerome had entered. Mm-hmm. And, 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 of course, you could go any time, but, uh, 
you know, I'm a I different, need someone to go with. <laughs> I'm a different story, you know, and I, I've been, boy, believe me, it's not for lack of trying. I, I even thought about it, you know, it's like, well, just go and and then, you know, you could maybe get one of the tickets from somebody who was leaving early, <laughs> like we did, you know, to go in that, uh, it was a Tuesday, huh, that we got yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, and we got to go. Got to early. go, got to yeah. go. That's the day you, yeah, you went. Took the picture yeah. off, you know. <laughs> and, you, and you spotted the guy that was uh, oh, yeah. illegally jumping the fence back uh, on 13. Back, exactly, you know. and <laughs> Reported it to the man, so I thought he was our friend. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I did too until you, <laughs> until you until tried I to go. I took that yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they take their. their well, uh, hey, you know, we, we tried to get Matt Kuchar's autograph, and oh. he's been a hater. We've been a hater of that guy ever since, but now they've changed that autograph policy you no longer can get or uh try to acquire autographs on the ground you have to go now to the approved area by where they have that new driving range you know in that clubhouse and all oh yeah that's where the, the players would sign the autographs so. that's uh yeah that's, boy they no tell more me, longer on the golf course they tell me that thing is really expensive yeah because i was so weird like it was just like so <laughs> open everybody they were getting ready to go to the to the champions dinner in fact yeah. i mean it was uh that tuesday night yeah and uh i mean jim nance is standing next to us <laughs> no, and i we mean took a picture of him really. yeah i mean you know we're kind of all just right there and there you know there's kucha with his little rosy cheeks you know <laughs> smiley mr everybody thinks he's so nice you know ex- <laughs> until you ask him for it to sign your cap you know and and uh no he just uh well, here's, here's a bummer. No alcohol is sold on Sundays. You know, Georgia is uh, oh, predominantly Blue Protestant. Law. Yeah. You know, Blue Law. Until after 1230, Ooh. When, when the church calls and says the, the service is now ended. Oh. Uh, how true is that? I don't know. That, you know, they're not Catholics up there. Pro, pro, primarily, pro, you know, Protestant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they allow it after 1230, after 1230. the time the church calls and says, the service is over. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I don't know, <laughs> and man. And don't try to bring your own beer. <laughs> That's what was so crazy about when, when Cody lived in Texarkana. Now, Texarkana, again, you know, is divided by Texas Avenue, which on one side is Arkansas, <coughs> one side is Texas. Yeah. On Sundays, you could not buy beer or any alcohol on the Texas side. But you walked across the street on Arkansas side, no problem, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you. everybody was pig suey, you yeah, know, on Sundays. Right. You yeah. know, it's like, oh man, kind of like the casinos in Lake Charles. You see all the Texas people yeah, blasting yeah. over the state line oh, gambling. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, top-ranked amateur Gordon Sargent. He's from Vanderbilt, 19-year-old. He's the NCAA champion. Ah, <sighs> he got a special exemption to uh, to play in the tournament. As a 19-year-old, he got mistaken for one of the drive, chip, and putt contests. <laughs> and they got, they got, That's funny. Yeah. He, he, he didn't have his badge visible, you know, and so, uh, but, he, <laughs> but he befriended uh, one of the waiters, and uh, they, they, he, the waiter made a joke about it, you know, like, man, you need to wear your badge, otherwise with your baby face, they can think you're not one of the... Uh, participants but that's pretty funny you know he should have gone do the the, the contest he probably <laughs> i'm pretty sure he'd have won. Think he'd have won i don't know <laughs> i don't know man but you're right you know it is amazing how those kids can make that put because i've watched that tournament i didn't watch it this year but i've watched it very often and you think about all the guys who have come to 18 with a chance to win the masters and i mean you know and miss that miss the putts on 18 you know and these kids kind of drain that putt well, i mean it's, I, I was telling you i saw five of the six putts the kids made it two, and, two separate kids and you know the speed has to be close to tournament speed i'm not saying it's exact same but i mean you're only a 
yeah, few days away. You, you can't be that, that you know. The grass isn't going to grow that much anyway, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty close. That, that, it's, it's, it's a great event. I mean, it really is. And as much as I, you know, dislike Bubba Watson for, you know, jumping to live, he is very involved with that drive, chip, and putting. He was – you know, he's always out there to greet the, uh, you know, the participants yeah. and, you know, and all that. So I got to give him kudos for that. No question. Well, Corey Connors, he uh, he messed up. He won the Valero uh, Texas Open. He messed yeah, up. No uh, chance now. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's one of only 11 players that was in that field that uh, are exempt at the Masters. So, uh you know, uh, uh, the other 133 were kind of hoping that maybe yeah. they'd win and get, well, I mean, get into the match. Yeah, he could have blown the tournament, you know, golly, you know, come on, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's see. For, in 1949, the first green jacket was awarded as a club champion. It has now become the uh, symbol of, uh, of the champion. And that was Sam Snead who won the 1949 Masters. I already mentioned the 1952 dinner by Hogan that he started. Uh, in 1983, club caddies were no longer allowed for their players. And, and uh, you know, that, that, that's a little bit of a shame. We talked about that last yeah, week. Uh, exactly. With, with Carl Jackson, that caddy for uh, yep, Ben Crenshaw. Ben, yep. You know, they, they formed a relationship there over the course of the years. That one week out of the year, the players and the caddy that they had every year. Yeah, and uh, you know that's a shame. It's went by the wayside. But uh, yeah, and uh, you know I can understand. From I mean, obviously, if you're like our buddy Teddy Scott, you know you, you you know you now have a chance to go for your fourth Masters. You know, and of course, I mean, look, let's not kid ourselves. That, that's a lot of pocket money. Okay, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but so uh, by the by that token, yeah, you know, and and of course, I mean the the players had that familiarity with you know camaraderie and stuff uh and and when you get in a pressure situation you you want somebody on your bag that kind of knows your game but but it is i, I used to really kind of enjoy the tradition of you know but i still like the fact they make them wear the the white jumpsuits yeah. you know and and uh, all that hasn't changed so no. that's I, all I'm, cool. I'm sure ted scott's gonna go kiss bubba watson's hand and ring when he when he sees him for letting him uh escape from him you know and going with uh scotty scheffler and I got to, you know, again, kudos to Bubba for that. Because for doing that, he, yeah. he did say, you look, I'm, my best days are behind me. Why don't you go get another bag, you know? And I, I don't know if he if he recommended Scotty Scheffler, you know, but I think it was more that uh, uh, fellowship Christian athletes yeah. uh, relationship because right. they're both very – I mean, all three of those guys are very, you know, spiritual, spiritual yeah. you know. So I think it was kind of that re- – we bound them together. But, um, but, man, it would be great to see, you know, uh, I lo- you look – I mean, you can't get a nicer guy than Scotty Shuffler on the PGA Tour. No, if he if he defends, I'm I'm happy with it. As you said, I I would like to see Rory, you know, win. But uh, you want to want to make a pick for a beer? Yeah, let's do that. All right, you buy the beer every you every week. Every right? every, every year. Yeah, you're right. Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a year yeah. supply. A year supply of beer. So uh, so I'm a, I'm gonna I'm a go Jordan Spieth. I mean, I don't yeah. know why. I just got a feeling. All right. Well, I'm going with Rory because I'm pulling for him, but. Uh, you know, I mean, either one of those guys I'm pulling for, honestly. Yeah. And, and let's just do a, a little side bet. Yes or no, Tiger makes a cut. I say yes. I do, too. I do, too. I yeah. do, too. I, I think, I think what do you will. think the cut will be? I mean, if you had to guess. Uh, hopefully around over. even par. Oh, okay. Well, well, they're having bad weather, so, yeah, maybe so. Maybe two or three over. Might I mean, and we don't see. know yet what the 
changes to the those holes will right. will yield. You the, know, the so. article I, I read on thirteen is going to be just a ninety yard par three now. You know, yeah, and everybody's going to be laying up, which will cause a problem. If there's a lot of divots, they'll have to uh, repair that. But yeah. All right. Well, uh, our time's up. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, don't forget the uh, CHS Coaches Show with Coach Desimo and Tony Landry coming up after the news. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy.